Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. You guys know Sierra got married last year. It's a lot of work. Oh boy, was it. It's a lot to do. And one thing that really helped her figure out what to do first, where to access certain resources, how to get people to know where they were supposed to go for a wedding. Zola. With Zola, you can discover venues and find vendors easily. You can message and book vendors right on their website. And truly, when I say that that was the first part that we had to do and also one of the most intimidating and hardest, it's so nice to just have them all listed right there and be able to talk to them right there and then. They also have free planning tools, which is really helpful because you don't know what you don't know. And if when you go to Zola, you have a guest list manager wedding website templates, a budgeting tool because dang, can a wedding get out of hand real quick? Mm-hmm. It could all eliminate so much stress and you'll save so much time all because it's like a one-stop shop. That's so true. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Hey, guys. I'm Jerry. I'm Sierra. We're ladies. And we tangent. gum onto our floors i see it i'll pick it up or i'll step in it yeah either way (laughs) it's gonna get off the floor it will it will and onto these shoes or maybe maybe. feet. is that count if they're in socks i don't know i thought that was like a hood i know you're right you're right you're right my socks are closed yeah your feet are hooded yeah (laughs) they're clothed they're clothed (laughs) they're clothed (laughs) um cloaked in a woolen sock (laughs) I don't. We're having a that silly, makes me goofy feel time. Sexual in a weird way. Uh, woolen sock. <laughs> what the yeah. fuck do you shade to, you puppet freaks? <laughs> anyway, maybe all of the bugs that are flying around in here They'll will stick to my away. gum. <laughs> <laughs> They'll carry it away. Maybe. <laughs> hey, I don't care. <laughs> it's either going to take care of the gum or it's going to take care of the bugs. And either way, I'm happy. <laughs> Win win. Yeah. Um. Today. You and I both know that it's the first day of Starbucks winter menu. Wake up, wake up, wake up. <laughs> it's a Starbucks winter. <laughs> get up, get up, get up, caramel brulee latte. <laughs> you guys, you all sing along if you know the words. <laughs> okay. I don't know if this happens at every Starbucks, but it happens at our Starbucks. The manager is very committed to him. holiday I launches. I never loved anyone more than I like that man. And so on the first day of any holiday launch he dresses up full outfit for the whole day an inflatable one yeah he starts 6 a.m and he stands Mm -hmm. where cars 
bark. Can like, I tell you? I asked him today. Has he ever been hit? Yes. <laughs> I said, It's hey. got to be close. I said, Have you ever been hit? And he said, Twice. <laughs> <laughs> Two times he's what been is- hit. He said, Last year. On pumpkin spice day, I knew it. I knew he it was. He said I was dressed day. up as a full-on pumpkin. He was. I don't. I didn't even know it's how a, you could see. It's, too big. <laughs> it's a wide pumpkin. Yeah, and he got hit by a pickup truck. <laughs> and the guy goes, "I didn't see you." Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he goes, "Sir, you ordered all the way back here, and you drove all the way up here, and at no point did you see a man in an orange pumpkin suit." What do you mean? <laughs> the biggest fucking costume we have. He said, I said, you need to take it like a charge. You need to act like a professional basketball player and hit the ground. <laughs> yeah, immediately, Sue. That's what I would do. So, anyway. Yeah, he's, I'm in cahoots with Starbucks. Now. I really like him. And I like, I, I, um, I like that he calls me by my name. Me too. He because knows he's, me. he's, I don't want to burst your bubble. <laughs> do you it's pay with your card. app? He said it to me today before I gave my app. Really? Mm-hmm. I used to go after I had Sawyer. I was in a bit of a rut. Okay. <laughs> and so getting out at the Starbucks was the only way I got out of my house. Uh-huh. So I would go every day. Like okay. Every day. Uh, and so I think he said Sierra enough times that he knows. Well, now I want to know if he knows me because he, he I like that he says my name, but I always think he knows my name because it says Jerry on my app. Yeah. Because he said it today when I rolled up mm-hmm. and then he was like, you came back. And I was like, yeah, because he told me that. Today oh, was the yes. day, and I was like, you bet your fucking ass I did. I Caramel cr- brulee latte. And I got a fucking cranberry bliss bar. I love those. You know how much I love those? I came home, and I said, Shane, you trying to lady in the tramp this with me, or what? And he said, yeah. Can I tell you about a really fun thing that we did last week? You didn't, but I did. <laughs> yes. We isn't me and my people. <laughs> your people. I'll Who explain. are your people? I'll explain. <laughs> okay. So after we recorded last week, <gasps> I know. I'm offended that that you just referred to them as your people. But you go were my, ahead. You they were are my your people. They just include me. They well, they did include you. We all invited you. I we know. actually multiple times throughout the night tried to get you to come. And Nicole, I apologize that my children had 103 <laughs> degree fucking fevers, and I ended up in the hospital. No, no, we weren't mad at you. We were going to come to your house. Like you're coming in. Hot at me. We were going to sit outside your house with a boombox and play Taylor Swift. That was our plan. I know. We were going to bring you treats. She said you were going to bring me cake. I don't want to think about that because it makes me sad. I know. But I was like, she's not responding. She goes to bed sometimes on the fucking flip of a (laughs) time. Well, that's so uh, sorry. This is all over the place. But that's who we are. Sierra was out with her people. And and they were they were texting me trying to either get me to join them or they were just like asking me random questions. And Nicole said, "Um, are you going to go to sleep? Are you going to feel included? Are you going to be up in an hour? Mm -hmm. And I said, that is a big ask. (laughs) I don't know. I could be I could be awake for the next six hours or I could be asleep in a minute before I send this message. And I don't know. Nicole is a friend of mine who went with us on the bachelorette party. She goes, I know, Jerry. That bitch will sleep. (laughs) We were talking to her. and She was lights were on. All of a sudden she was snoring and we were like, you were part of the conversation. I would say a minute ago, (laughs) arguably one of the most rambunctious evenings of the trip I slept through entirely (laughs) there were moments where we were all like (gasps) gasping in shock at what was happening that evening and jerry was fully asleep (laughs) i was like (laughs) i was scream yelling because things were happening that i was like what the fuck is going on you lights out unconscious except lights were on anyways back to the beginning 
my friends, okay, so I have to tell my friends, Nicole included. Nicole is a, a friend of mine who, she came to my bachelorette weekend. We used to work at Schmexer's Mode House together. And um, she is just a, a, one of my friends who knows that I need to be bullied into hanging out. I love those friends. And she will. And I love it. So she kind of told me, she was like, hey, this is a plan that me and my friend are doing this weekend do you want to come? And I was like, I will do my best to make it, which is mm-hmm. what I say like all the time. She mm-hmm. was like, well, full disclosure, I'm having a rough time mm-hmm. and I like really kind of need friends right now. And I was like, say less. Yep. Now I feel really needed. Yep. I will fucking be there. Okay. <laughs> if you so, ever want Sierra to get out of her head about, tell her you, that, that you need me. <laughs> you're down in the dumps. Yeah. And I was like, I'll fix you. You will ignite her savior complex and she will be right there. Yeah. And everything else out the window. Her depression, cured. Gone. <laughs> Anxiety, gone. No longer there. So we meet up to go out to dinner together. And mm-hmm. there's four of us. Um, So her friend Stevie, who I, oh my Tennis. Oh my God. What is that? That is a, a an alarm that I set two years ago <laughs> and I forgot to turn off. I should probably play do that. every day. Well, I did turn it off at one point and then I accidentally turned it back on. And so, yes, it has been playing every Thursday for the past like month at 3 p.m. tight. <laughs> yes. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. So, uh, her friend Stevie, who I would say is. A friend of mine now, but we used to also work together, but I wouldn't say that we were close then, but we are close now. Mm-hmm. So it was very fun. And then another friend of mine, Jen, who I, again, very Roadhouse crew. I didn't know she was there as she well. She came to dinner. Oh, oh, oh. She okay. ended up having to leave for the movie. So anyways. Alrighty. Right. <laughs> so we go to dinner. Fun time. Silly, goofy time. We're all having a good t- Like, at one point, me and Jen are talking, and I noticed that Nicole and Stevie are, like, whisper talking to each other, and you know that that ignites, that, like... Oh, my God. I, I, I'll be, like, instantly, should I leave? What's going on? What the fuck is happening? Mm-hmm. You want to like, fucking turn on Sierra's fight or flight? Whisper in whisper her presence. Whisper in my presence while I'm talking to someone else, just, like, be whispering and laughing together, uh-huh. and I was like, what's going on? Anyways, they were playing Pokemon Go, <laughs> which I was like, okay, Carry on. Uh Who the fuck am I? So then they said Stevie and Nicole really went. I think Stevie was the big Swifty. So here's the deal, people. Mm -hmm. I'm not a Swifty. All right. I would categorize myself as like, I enjoy Taylor Swift. Yeah. I like what she's doing for football. (laughs) Mostly because now it's the economy at large. Yeah. And like, I get that she is. She is a very talented woman. Mm -hmm. I love to see women succeeding. Yes. I know her songs that are popular, but I wouldn't say that I would go any deeper than that. Yeah. But they invited me to go watch the Eras Tour movie, which is just like, essentially, I didn't realize that it's just the concert. And it's three hours long. Three hours long. So when we get there and I realize that that's what this is, Mm -hmm. I'm like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh, maybe I made a mistake. (laughs) Which I kind of knew, but I was like, you know what? This is for you to figure out on your own. And and we it was very much like the Barbie movie where we were easily the oldest people. (laughs) Yep. There were so many middle school to like early high school girls. Mm -hmm. I'm talking maybe 12 to 16 year olds Mm -hmm. that were just like, (laughs) okay. So anyways, but here's the fun thing about about the people that I have in my life that I really like is they won't let you just be like. Because I think they could tell that we were all just like, ah, all right, this is just like a concert and we're sitting here. No, Stevie's like, I'll be right back. She runs to the restaurant that we were at and gets us all 
to-go drinks, <laughs> smuggles them into the movie theater. I'm talking bagged martinis and mm-hmm. then cans of beer. Okay, <laughs> that was so weekend. Were you drinking beer out of a straw? Yes, <laughs> in the movie theater, out of my purse. Amazing. And then it all of a sudden turns into the most fucking fun I've ever had. Like mm-hmm. I felt like I was there. First of all, the girls in the theater mm-hmm. ran up to the. F- I have video of the whole thing because it was. To I me, saw a video of something similar happening where the people ran up front and were in a circle. The, yeah, they yeah. were cir- they were circling, and someone was like, "What in the fucking witchcraft?" Is <laughs> kind of what was happening? Okay, but it was so. I told Nicole and Stevie, I was like, "Honestly, this is less for me." And like, I, I mean, I appreciate what's happening up here. She's a great performer. Yes, hundred percent. There wasn't a time where I was like bored. Right. It's all wonderful, but. I really enjoy watching people enjoy things. Yes. And the way that these girls were just having like the best night of their life. First of all, there's a video I have. So they're all down in the the pit. Uh-huh. <laughs> they're on the mosh pit <laughs> at the Taylor Swift movie. And they are screaming. Also scream singing. And at one point I'm like, are they going to come in and tell us like we have to quiet down? Because I have video of yeah. it. And you can hear them just like screaming the entire mm-hmm. time but there are girls with their phones up like they're at a real concert recording <laughs> oh my gosh it was so cute i did see a, an article on the daily mail that was like taylor swift is ruining ruining movie theaters because of exactly <laughs> what you're just saying is it's so loud that they can't even hear other movies it probably was now this theater is only has two, two things movie and i think they were both playing the same thing yeah so i don't think it was a big it wasn't a huge deal yeah. it was very it was a very, I think that's why they didn't come in and tell us to be quiet. But like, yeah, us, like we weren't. That's really cute, though. It was a magical moment. It was, it reminded me a lot of the Barbie thing where I was like, I had a, um, just like a taking myself back to me in middle school and how like shy and awkward and embarrassed I was. And I was like, look at these girls. They don't care what they look like. Mm-hmm. They don't care. They are just having the time of their life in a time where I know that they're over analyzing every move that they make. Yep. And it honestly, at one point brought me to tears. Like I was heals like, a part of you. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was like, look at how fucking fun, how much fun they're having and how like carefree yeah. and just like living their life that they're yep. being right now because they feel safe in this movie theater because there was honestly probably not a single man in there. I was going to say not which one guy in America. We don't often feel safe in movie theaters, bowling alleys, malls, <laughs> Concerts schools, of any anywhere. Kind. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, yeah, it was just a really beautiful um, moment that we could all share, I feel, together. And yeah. I just felt like a proud mom. I was like such an auntie in that moment where like there were girls behind us and they at uh, some points were standing up and I was like, get up, girls. You fucking do it. <laughs> and then I was like, had my hands mm-hmm. in the air for a couple songs. It was really beautiful. Did Now, did you know whether or not I was serious about the the era that i gave you which was what so at at some point both said renaissance which i know isn't real (laughs) and nicole told me to say that she said it would be funny (laughs) so sierra and nicole both text me and are like pop quiz what's your favorite era now i know that nicole knows the eras yeah I don't know if Sierra knows the eras. And so no. I tell Nicole, my real answer is yeah. that I'm kind of like, a, I, I really started to gain a lot of respect for her and start paying attention and like challenging my own internal misogyny during uh, reputation. Yeah, mine is like 1989, I think. But 
I really am more of like a folklore evermore girl. Yeah. And I really do like Midnight's. Um, and but when Sierra asked me, my response was flutter. <laughs> I was like, I'm such a flutter girl myself. <laughs> I like, also really love Renaissance. <laughs> I said, I'm going to say this to her because I don't know if she knows the eras and if she's going to bat an eye or if she's going to say flutter and Nicole and then feel like an idiot. <laughs> No, I showed her and I said, I don't think this is real. <laughs> she goes, it's not. I was like, cool. So anyways, I told her, cool. I was you like, know, Renaissance is Beyonce. I know. That's why I said it. And Flutter is kind of leaning Mariah Carey. I was like, yeah. Because she's got like honey and also yeah. um, like butterflies. Yes. Stuff, and so that's why I went Flutter. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It was, it, was, it was just like a, I told her, I'm like, please make me do this more because that was one of the most fun yeah. nights that I've had in a really in a really long time and it was like just a just a like letting go I don't moment. do well but I know I need those moments but I, I don't do well like taking the steps necessary to be a part of them yeah I know that's why we were kind of almost forcing it on you I know then I was like she is probably just gonna go to sleep we gotta leave her alone and they were like well okay. I didn't sleep well, I didn't. Nicole I'll tell you that. was fully like, let's get if one of us could have driven after the movie theater, which none of us could. <laughs> Turns out we drank more than we thought in the movie. <laughs> so then we ended up going to a bar and waiting for our rides to come. Uh-huh. Be responsible. Okay, that's all right, I'm asking. Right, right, right. Drink around middle schoolers, fine. <laughs> like, don't drive then. <laughs> yeah. Cause there's middle schoolers out. <laughs> and like be responsible. Yeah. So um Oh shit! I can't remember what I was gonna say, but yeah, we just you were gonna you were gonna like come to my house. Yo, yeah, she, we were fully gonna just like start playing it loudly, and I was well, like, but she has had sick kids. We should well, and that's the thing is wake her children. <laughs> I didn't respond to the messages, but I was awake when I received the message that was like, "This is a test to see if you're mm-hmm. awake." And then like, "Oh my god, no! You need to get up. We're about to come over, whatever." Yeah, because that was when I think. All either Ollie or Forrest, it, it's such a blur because both of them have been taking turns waking up. Um, and either Ollie was up with a horrible fever and a cough, or Forrest was up trigger warning for you know, um, stuff inside your body coming out of your body, expulsing just puking. Yeah, just so you guys know, we need to take our trash out and we haven't, and it's been really hot in here, and we have a lot of fucking bugs so. Welcome to the presidential like debate. Flies. What are you gonna do? Yeah, there's fruit flies here. So if they land on us, mind your business. Um, but I have I have not slept mm-hmm. in like a week. Mm-hmm. But what I need you guys to know is that I am a doctor. Okay. Okay. I, yeah, I've been waiting for this. Let me fucking tell you guys this. First of all. It is now public knowledge that my sister has had her baby. <gasps> Congrats. So oh, excited. She's beautiful. I fucking love her. Beautiful. There's that wonderful girl. <laughs> Would she be any cuter? No, she couldn't. She literally um, But there was a lot. I just talked to Randy yesterday and I was like, so now that people know that the baby's here and I was your support person, I was there the entire time. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to discuss a little bit about my experience, but like I don't want to reveal too much information because there's some sensitive of, uh, um, circumstances around my sister's situation. Um, 
And she goes, well, I mean, you were there, so you can speak on it from your perspective. Just, mm-hmm. like, use your best judgment. And I'm like, okay. okay. Well, what I want you to know is I became a nurse in that week that I was in the hospital <laughs> with my sister. Okay? I genuinely, like, they gave me so many privileges. First of all, they told me I could go behind the desk. They, <laughs> I was allowed to go in the back room and get my own ice. And my water. They said I was welcome to anything in the fridge. What? I know. (laughs) I know where the spoons are. Like, really, I felt super trusted. Yeah. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Time out. Oh, yeah. Let's check and see if we have any sponsors. I am obsessed with clothes. Oh, yeah. It's a problem for me. It's a problem for my closet. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's why I'm so excited to be sharing Newly with our audience. Because Newly is a way to try out trendy styles, colors, silhouettes, all different kinds of things that maybe you've been interested in but are like going to make your bank cry. Mm-hmm. Now you can rent them for a period of time and then you just ship them back. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. That's another beautiful thing mm-hmm. because a lot of places may not have options yeah. for everyone. And this has so much diversity, not only in the brands that they offer, but also they have fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus the option to buy what you love. It's fun, it's sustainable, and you can save because you get to try out a bunch of stuff that you like, or maybe you're like, I don't know, maybe I would like this. And then you get it and you're like, "Ah, I don't think that's for me, but there's no commitment to buy it unless you really do love it. And you're like, you actually can't have this back, Newly. I'm keeping it. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off of your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code tangents 20 just go to n-u-u-l-y.com that's newly with two u's and enter the code tangents 20 and sign up to get 20 dollars off your first month that's n-u-u-l-y.com newly with two u's with code tangents 20 newly subscription clothing rental change your clothes do you think seeing a therapist or psychiatrist would be helpful but you don't have the time to actually find one and meet with them or afford them? Try Talkspace. By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting the help you want easy, accessible, and affordable. Honestly, a lot of times you make that appointment at your appointment you already have. I don't know when I'm going to schedule my breakdown. I don't know when I'm going to need to talk to somebody. And with Talkspace, it's so nice because you can send messages to your therapist so you don't have to wait for your next session. Talkspace therapists can help with any specific challenges that you might be facing. And it's the number one online therapy platform with licensed therapists in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, substance abuse, relationship issues, so much more. Plus, therapy can help you find the tools to cope in difficult times and just be a guiding light. So like maybe you're not going through something really intense, but you just have like, I don't know, a work issue or something going on with a friend of yours that you just need an outsider's perspective. And Talkspace is amazing for that. They also are in network with most major insurers. So check in on that. Yeah, absolutely. If you got it. Plus, as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off of your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash tangents and enter promo code SPACE80. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash tangents and enter promo code SPACE80 to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash tangents, promo code SPACE80.
They say plants like music. Yeah, no, like really, they, they respond to the vibrations of it, which means that this playlist you're listening to, the plants are too. You know what else plants like? Organic soil from miracle Grow. It's made with all the best stuff like wood fiber and compost. Plus, it's Omri certified organic, which officially means it's made with superior ingredients. And when you give your plants the stuff that makes them happy, they won't judge you on your iffy playlist. Hear that, plants? So go ahead and give them miracle Grow. My sister, we found out, is allergic to um, tape. Like, <gasps> yes, the, it's that, paper like, tape. tape. Yeah. So normally they use paper tape because people have reactions to the other tape. But my sister is allergic to the paper tape. Literally ripped her skin off. Oh my okay? god! And so I'm looking and I go, Randy, that is an allergic reaction mm-hmm. that you have going on right now, and I think we need to cover it. Mm-hmm. So we should probably get some gauze. And something that's not paper tape to go over that so that you can bend your arm to hold your fucking baby. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so the nurse comes in and she goes, oh, yeah, that does look bad. That looks like an allergic reaction. I go, see, that's what I said, Randy. I said you had an allergic reaction. I don't know if you know this, but I I did diagnose you before. I walked up to the board and I go, I'm just going to go ahead and put my name up here (laughs) if you guys don't mind. I'm a diagnoser. (laughs) So then I was telling my sister, like, different things of what to expect for herself or for the baby during her recovery. And I was saying this in front of her nurse Mm -hmm. and the nurse was like, are you in the medical field? Like you seem to have a lot of knowledge. And I was like, no, but thank you so very much. (laughs) And so then it was an ongoing joke that I was in the running for employee of the month. (laughs) Yes. Again, like in Putin Bay. So then you just are always employee of the fucking month. I forgot. I didn't realize I do that. I really do. I show up to other people's job and assume. <laughs> Just assert yourself as better than them immediately. <laughs> that was my whole fucking life's problem. <laughs> wow. Well, I've got some stuff to talk to Kay about. That's for sure. <laughs> but they really loved me. Okay. Mm-hmm. I remember I went home one night and I came back the next morning. And or no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I shot a wedding. And then I came yes, back and yeah, I went yeah. directly to the hospital. Was that your last wedding? You yes, did? that was my last wedding. <gasps> and um, I went directly to the hospital to stay with my sister all night. Um, there was a complications. And so she was she needed some additional help. But when I got there, the one nurse was like, are you reporting for your shift? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I was, wearing, <laughs> I was wearing a green like matching sweatsuit. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, we're wearing blue tonight. Nobody told me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So I really felt this immense amount of confidence after experiencing that when my kids got sick. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Ollie's fever got to a point where it was so high and it kept like nothing would bring it down and nothing would bring it down for long. Mm. And he looked horrible. Yeah, he looked it's so scary when they get like that. So pale. There was redness around his they eyes. Like they're like what was little Victorian. Yes. Yes. And what was bizarre was like both of my kids were experiencing illness, but they were experiencing such wildly different symptoms. They were. Yeah. And like Shane and I were not getting anything. anything. So Ollie had this barking cough, this fever. He had a loss of appetite, sore throat. um, And that was mostly his vibe (laughs) until he woke up one day. And he was, he had discharge from his eyes. Ooh. Green discharge from his eyes. Okay. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And he's like, my eyes are sore. He's swollen places. I'm like, what 
is this that and you his eyes looked so red around them so bad Forrest is complaining of an earache. Mm-hmm. He kept telling me he had boogers in his ear. <laughs> he sure. needed me to help him. And I was like, I don't think there's boogers in there, but okay. <laughs> and then he had, uh, he was throwing up. Mm-hmm. Um, he also had a loss of appetite. And then he also started developing discharge from his eyes. And so I'm like, oh, and diarrhea. And so I'm like, hey, why are there... A thousand symptoms mm-hmm. that you between the two of you. What's going on? So I take Ollie to the hospital because his in the middle of the night, his fever will not come down even after an ice bath. Mm, okay, scary. And and God, do I hate doing ice baths because I know it helps them. I remember one time we had to give it to Sawyer, and she mm-hmm. was like a year maybe younger, mm-hmm. and I had to literally lay in there with her because she was. Like trying to mm-hmm. fight her way out, mm-hmm. and I'm like, Ugh. like I'm freezing because I'm well, like, I don't like, need this. <laughs> I, someone said like, hey, why don't you try giving them the chewable Tylenol? Like they like it better. And I was, it, it has nothing to do with the flavor because when my just kids knowing it's medicine, just knowing that it's medicine. Mm-hmm. Because I'll tell you what, Ollie took the medicine at the hospital like a fucking champ. Really, no issue for the nurse. <laughs> Interesting. I was like, listen, I don't care. Whatever it takes, right. if he'll take the medicine from you, I I don't Fine. care. But. We ended up having to take him. And at this point, I, if Ollie was asleep, Forrest was awake and vice versa. And so Ooh. I was sleeping for maybe 15 minutes. Doing I the was old newborn shift again. Oh my God. And I had just got done doing the newborn uh-huh. shift with my sister. Mm-hmm. So I left the hospital knowing that Ollie tested negative for, for RSV, flu, and COVID. And I'm like, then what the fuck is this? By the way, at this point, m- my entire family is also sick. So yes. like we were thinking maybe it was something they had together because mm-hmm. um, n- er, Sawyer started out with the sickness first. She also had a fever, but hers was mostly just like drainage, sinus, everything. Uh-huh. And then Corey got like, he. they now diagnosed him as uh, it's bronchitis. Mm-hmm. So he's got a steroid and an inhaler and a antibiotic but like his is like all chest Chest. coughing whatever i got like very minimal amount of it but then it was over in like two days so that's why i thought you had whatever we had right because the the only thing where we were all in the same place was Was sawyer's birthday birthday and so i remember leaving the hospital and somebody who was working in the ER is is someone that we know. Mm-hmm. And she was like, what are you doing here? And I was like, it's Sierra and that fucking <laughs> party that party. she threw. I don't know what she did there. <laughs> what What's going on? Those children. That's now, the thing. If you have a lot of children together, what are you going to do? I believe that we were the culprits. Really? I would like to apologize to you in front of all our friends. I would like to take <laughs> accountability because I believe I accidentally brought a super spreader to your party. <laughs> Okay. Troy and Courtney got, or Troy and Rowan got sick too. I think. Uh Yeah. I saw them yesterday at Giant Eagle. Oh, well, maybe they're better. I don't, I think that they're better now. They had just like a touch of what we had, which was not. And that's why I think because there was only, we were only together for a short amount of time. My kids are the worst. They are. Because, yeah. Because I think that uh, Ollie, (laughs) yes, they are the the carriers. (laughs) uh, Ground zero. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm, genuinely fucking confused at the fact that my kids have these very rsv and flu-like symptoms but don't have either one right and or covid nothing or nothing COVID, nothing we were testing i tested for strep covid all of it tested negative for everything so 
Ollie even got a chest x-ray when he was at the hospital. Interesting. And she said that he had some bilateral inflammation and that it's viral. Whatever it is, it's most likely viral. You know that when Corey went, I remember when I was mm-hmm. like, they'll probably do chest x-rays. The doctor took one listen and was like, I don't even need chest x-rays. That is fucking horrible. <laughs> Whatever you have, fucking, <laughs> I can tell it. you, it's bad. Yep. I'm going to prescribe you this, this, and this. We're going to try to knock it yep. out because he goes, your lungs sound like shit. <laughs> Well, yeah, and that that was Ollie. That's Ollie. I mean, my kids are at a point where it's like coming out. So it sounds bad, but it's more of just like everything Mm -hmm. coming up. Yeah. But I I talk about this. (laughs) I talk about this because I've never heard of this before in my life. And it was alarming to witness. But I know what it is. Dengue fever. No. Okay. (laughs) But I felt like fucking house. When I discovered this, okay? I know because you teased me with it and I've been thinking about it for a week. Guess what it is? What is it? It's called sixth disease. Sixth? Sixth disease. It's one of the main forms of rash. Cousin to the fucking measles. What? Yeah, bitch. It's also known as roseola, which is not an Italian dish. (laughs) Okay. It is a sickness, and the thing that sets it apart from the uh, from first, second, third, fourth, fifth disease, yeah, <laughs> is the rash follows the fever. So Ollie had several days, which is again uh, stereotypical of roseola, several days of fever, high, and as soon as the fever breaks, rash, rash. and the rash lasts anywhere from. 12 hours you to know, three days. I bet that Sawyer and Corey both had a rash, but they have ginger skin. My sweet, sweet babies. They, they already really, have sensitive skin. Oh, they get rashes like it's a, it could be a fucking cold, breezy morning mm-hmm. rash. I, hey, I get it. As a ginger myself, <laughs> I am aware. Like, I was like, Corey, you passed your sensitive ass skin onto our sweet, <laughs> sweet baby because of both of them. I'll just be like, where'd this rash? If he kisses her on the cheek too hard, yep. rash. Scratches from his, mm-hmm. yep, yep. No, for Anyways. sure. Um, so yes, it is roseola. Wow. And I was texting my friends that I went to college and with. And it's mostly in children, right? It's mostly in children. Let me read the list of symptoms to you because I think I, I heard was of this. I think that Noah had shocked. this. Well, okay. I took him so, to the hospital for it because any rash you see on your child, especially with a fever, is very scary. So symptoms of roseola. Are the primary symptom is a high fever, mm-hmm. and I'm talking like 103. Corey fever. had 101 fever, mm-hmm. and that's high for a an adult. An adult, and normally adults don't have. It's more mild in adults. Mm-hmm. So, uh, rash after the high fever ends, mm. vomiting, diarrhea, loss of appetite, oh cough, God. the way sore throat, had diarrhea, like runny nose, crazy. pink eye. Mm. Swelling of the eyelids, which both my kids had. Swollen lymph nodes, small pink red spots on the throat, which again, my kids had as well in the Mm -hmm. back. So it's like so many fucking symptoms. And the fact that my kids had it, but like different symptoms of it. But to me... Ollie having the fever, the pink eye, and then when the fever broke, the rash, I'm like, that's it. It's gotta be. How many other... I've never heard of pink eye being a A part of... A symptom of a... Yeah. With a sickness. I've heard of it being like separate on its own, <laughs> right. but like it being a part of the process of this virus was yeah. like wild. So and wild. so they say 
that it's most common between like 12 and 24 months, but you, it can happen in kids up to four. Hmm. But they were saying like most kids are exposed to it before then. Well, guess what? We've got fucking COVID babies. Yeah. They've not been exposed to shit. So we haven't gone around other kids except for our, our children to exactly. each other. So yeah. now Ollie's in school. Yep. So, and he was, well, yeah. Oh yeah, I bet he did get it at school. Mm-hmm. Because if a kid has experienced it before, then they could be a carrier. a carrier. Exactly. So Gave they're to going my to kid. school. They don't know that they're sick. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. So interesting. And there's nothing I can do but just let it run its course. And now my sweet, sweet forest is in the thick of it. I'm he's hoping that he's it. toward the end. Yeah. Um, because he's at the he's at the swelling of the eyelids. I wonder and stuff. if it was worse for Ollie because he's older. Maybe because it's re- it was worse for Corey. I know sometimes, like with hand, foot, and mouth, mm-hmm. it can be worse for the adults. Well, that get was it what the doctor the checked for at the hospital. She was like looking at his hands and looking mm-hmm. at his ankle, his feet, and looking at his mouth, and she's like, "Well, he doesn't have any lesions." But then when he the fever broke, it was the day that we had gotten home from the hospital. Mm-hmm. That night is when he woke up in the middle of the night, and his ankles mm. had a rash around them like mm-hmm. raised hives and his wrists did as well and so i was like is this hand foot mouth yeah. but i'm like that's not a what lesion like. that's not a hand foot mouth and normally like, it's on the bump. palms right right and his was it looked like he had poison ivy almost Weird. like just raised you know how i'm allergic to ferns yes when we did our christmas um <laughs> show i was trying to move stuff and i broke out in hives all over my body because i'm fucking allergic to ferns <laughs> yeah and sure. so that's what it looked like was that he he had just had an allergic reaction to stuff on his ankles and his wrists and then he had some on his stomach and uh forrest has some now on his stomach and his face so i'm hoping that forrest is almost done with it too yeah but. no kidding yeah um well i have more if you if you guys were wondering this is just kind of a catch-up episode because it's a it's, me- it's, it's i told a- sierra i'm like we should do a mental health update because we need to i'm we're in the thick of some shit yeah. and i know we say that a lot i know we say that a lot but we are just normal humans and we are going through like we've had a lot of life changes in the last couple of years that happened rapidly i've had an insane amount of life changes but like not in a positive way like, yeah right I, like my personal jerry life just jerry n- not outside of jerry pretty pretty good yeah but if we start factoring in other people in my circle yeah not so good yeah yeah <laughs> so i actually was at the a doctor a doctor's appointment for myself this morning mm-hmm. i have been um on a new medication for the past month and so they want to check in with me monthly um i'm also like decreasing my zoloft amount um and when I was being checked in by the nurse, she was like, lucky you, you have been selected for the hospital's annual depression screening. <laughs> I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh, for what? <laughs> and she's like, so in the last two weeks, have you had a loss of interest in things, um, feeling down? Have you struggled with, I and I'm I go, depression. I go, yeah yeah what do you mean it's <laughs> literally how i spoke to her and she started giggling and i'm like oh. <laughs> so color me depressed what do you want me to I do feel fucking attacked here right now <laughs> and so she's like but like yeah you know because your kids have been sick and i was like yeah because yeah. my kids have been sick <laughs> yeah that's the only reason <laughs> and she's like but in the last month any changes and i was like so many <laughs> well this is what i said 
No. And that's not a lie. Because if it were, if things were changing, then maybe they'd be better. <laughs> I feel like shit's just been same thing. It's just every fucking day. <laughs> same bad bullshit. Well, you want to talk. Here's something I could tell you that might make you feel a little bit better, but it's not. Corey, because he's been sick, mm-hmm. woke up. The other morning, he's been sleeping not next to me because he's been literally, honestly, the other day I felt like a bitch. Okay, this is me. Sierra, look at me. Be transparent with yourself right now. <laughs> You're kind of the problem. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I understand that I'm it's being me. the toxic. Hi. <laughs> I'm the problem. <laughs> it's me. I'm being the toxic one because he will like, <gasps> okay, like cough up mucus, which I know he's trying to break it up in his chest. And I'll look at him and be like, are you fine? <laughs> Could you do Just, that somewhere else? For some reason, the way he does it triggers an anger inside of me where I feel violent. Disrespected. I feel like, hey, enough. <laughs> hey, no, I'm that way. And I'm, I'm like, hey, I have to think like, what is wrong with you? He's let's, sick. Let's be honest with ourselves. Let, let's this be is vulnerable. Tr- this is truth time. Okay. This is what we're gonna do. We're in we're in the truth tub. Remember when I did the hot tubs, the truth tub? Okay, I like the truth we're tub. there right now. Okay. Okay. Whenever Shane gets injured, my first thought is, "You're you an idiot, fucking baby. <laughs> you're stupid." Well, here's why. Okay, Corey, I hope that you're not listening. And I think it's because of childhood stuff because people projected that onto me, and so now I project that onto other people. Blah blah blah. Totally. But also, but I do that with sickness as well because I look at them and I was like, "Are you a bitch?" <laughs> Well, here's the thing that pisses me off. This pisses me off a lot because as someone, this is a childhood trauma thing. And my mom will tell you, mommy, I don't know if you still listen, but just <laughs> clever your ears for this bar. Clever them. <laughs> clever clever your ears. Up. I'm going to talk a little bit of shit. Okay. She, she brags about this as if it's a good thing. Yeah. She's like, I never took my kids to the hospital. Mm-hmm. I made them tough it out. It mm-hmm. made them tougher people. Mm-hmm. No, it didn't. It made me a fucking <laughs> hypochondriac because no one took me seriously. And also invalidating when myself. I knew in my hypochondria. Shit was wrong. Because I was smart enough to know, hey, something's wrong here. And then she was like, you're fucking fine. Be fine with it. Yep. And then we wouldn't go to the hospital until I was literally dying. Mm-hmm. And then they'd be like, whoa. You're dying. And I was like, yeah. And they're like, you're being really strong about this. And I'm like, I'm afraid to show that I'm in pain because I've been taught that pain, like showing that is a weakness. Yes. Okay. But now trying to work out of that, I go to the hospital maybe too much. (laughs) But also I'm trying to find that middle. (laughs) I think maybe it's because I'm just so afraid that one of those moments is like, I am worried that I'm going to miss a serious symptom because I'm quote trying to tough it out. Right. So sometimes I'm like, death is always nearer than we think. And I know it. (laughs) And I think about it constantly. Okay. So to me, and you said this the other day because I was like talking about the whole Corey situation and you're like, you're basically a doctor at this point because of how much you've been to the hospital. So Uh, I know. As a doctor myself, <laughs> real recognize real. That's <laughs> exactly right. I kept saying to the nurses, I was like, I got first in my class <laughs> in beds 101. I know exactly how to fix this bed for right now. Because <laughs> my sister was trying to lean oh, no. on one of the sides to get herself up, and it fucking dropped. <laughs> I hate the when that rest. 
It's the worst. So then we're like, what do we do now? <laughs> what happens next? <laughs> anyway, sorry. So. It's <laughs> funny that you said that. So when Corey was experiencing all these symptoms, I was like, do you know what you could do is you could go to a fucking doctor <laughs> and I he'll do this, this and this for you. And I said, uh-huh. by the way, exactly what the fuck they did. <laughs> right. But he waited three more days until it was to the point where he was almost <laughs> dying to do it. Right. And I was like, hey, you could have. And he, today he was like, I feel like 90 percent better. And I was like, you could have felt that days ago, literally days ago. Mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to help you. Where was I going? With help me help you. I think we were just talking. You wanted to talk about how Corey's a bitch because he coughs <laughs> in bed. Oh, no. I remember the story. I just took a detour to talk shit about my husband. In sickness and in health, they're really testing it. <laughs> in bitchness and in wealth. Or whatever they yeah. say. So. Mm. He hasn't been sleeping with us. Right. Because when he coughs in the middle of the night, I yell at him. <laughs> I become enraged. And that's where I was going with that. I'm sorry. That's me as a person. I'm a bad person. But I also yell at him when he doesn't sleep with us. It's, I, I'm, I. Guess what? I'm never happy. Okay? I will never be satisfied. <laughs> I need to work on myself. Okay. And I know this. And before everybody starts calling me toxic, I'm just having a little jokey joke. Me and Corey have had. So many talks about it recently. I don't need you involved in my marriage. <laughs> and also, that's the taste of your lips. I'm on the ride. I'm toxic. <laughs> anyway. However, one night he did try to sleep in our room. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And he woke up the next day and he's in the kitchen. And he goes, I have to tell you something. And I go, what? And he goes, I slept walk again. <laughs> he slept walk again? But I was aware of it because. He said he woke up and he had no idea where he was. It was pitch black. He goes, all of a sudden, in my dream, I'm trying to find a place to pee. And then all of a sudden, I'm awake and I have no idea where I am. It's pitch black and I'm in a room and I'm standing up. And so he just starts feeling and he's very scared. (laughs) And he can't feel anything. In the laundry room. No, he was in our closet. (laughs) Okay. Okay. he ended up finding it's closer his way. than I thought. Right. So he ended up finding his way to the bathroom because he fell onto the kitchen sink and felt his clippers for his beard trimming. The and kitchen sink? No, in our bathroom because you our bathroom. You did say kitchen sink. My bad. <laughs> I was like, why are his clippers in the kitchen sink? How is that connected to the closet? And why did he walk so far away from the toilet? But anyways, then he he got there, but he goes, it was really scary, Sierra. I was like, because he's never been fully awake when it happens. He's just heard me tell stories of him doing mm-hmm. it. But this, he fully woke oh up while God. he was. And I and so in my mind, I'm thinking, how fucking long were you mobile? <laughs> <laughs> and what were you doing? He's just rearranging the whole closet. What were you doing? And you there? wake up and he's b- got a buzz cut. <laughs> he found the clippers first. <laughs> I'm so scared of Gives him Gives himself high and tight in the middle of the night. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what do I need? To-? He goes, I was genuinely scared. I woke up and I was like, where am I? <laughs> and it's so oh. dark because I don't like any light when I sleep. Well, yeah. No bitch baby. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, that was just the only thing I had to tell you about him. Wow. I know. <sighs> so. What, what, where do we go from here? <laughs> How do we talk no. about our mental health? Normally, we have questions. That's true. We didn't do that this time. We didn't. Should we? 
Should we? I think what we're going to do right now is we're going to take a pause. We're going to go. We're going to. We're going to go. I have to <laughs> fart a little bit. <laughs> That's what we're I We're going to take a fart break. <laughs> and then what we're going to do is we're going to answer some questions about our mental health. But what what I do want to mention, though, before we take our break is we had our, our four-year anniversary <gasps> a few days ago. We did. Oh my God, this is what I was going to tell you. I started this conversation, then I, I, I stopped it. I was talking to my college friends the other day, mm-hmm. okay? Wait, 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 time out. Oh yeah. Let's check and see if we have any sponsors. On Halloween, mm. all right, which happens to be um, someone's birthday in the group, whatever, okay? <laughs> and someone said, send a pic of your Halloween attire, everyone. And so I sent a pic of Forrest as Jack Skellington, and I wrote, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> I sent two pictures, one of Forrest, one of Ollie. And I wrote, Forrest went as Jack Skellington, and Ollie went to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> and the photo is of Ollie at the hospital with a popsicle. <laughs> and then I told them, because they were like, oh, my God, what happened to Ollie? And I said, is this like college friend group? I'm trying yes. to picture who I'm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I said, homie got six disease, also known as roseola, which sounds like an Italian dish, but it's not. Crazy high fever for days. He's on the mend. And then someone goes, yeah, I think I raced against roseola in Madrid back in 88. <laughs> I said, she fucking crushed it on the rainbow road. And then a response was, nah, roseola has to do with nipples. You can't fool me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was that. But what I wanted to say is we celebrated our four-year anniversary. And we did every year so far for our anniversary, we have had you guys send in messages for us. Was that what we did for our anniversary? Was that what we did for our 100, 200 episode? Mm -mm. Are you sure? 200, we just did, and we read negative reviews. I wish we wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm pretty sure. That wasn't fun. I'm pretty sure for our anniversary, we had people send stuff in. Okay, well, if you want to, I, you know, I'm I'm feeling some type of way about that. Why? I just feel like it's the, it's the inside of me that's being like, I don't want to. I don't, don't want, want the validation. I don't want them to be like gushing over me. I'm like, don't. Shh, be quiet. You don't want someone to gush on you? <laughs> normally. I never do. Normally I do. <laughs> I love but good, I've been gushed over. Time. <laughs> I love a good gushing. Well, I think no, I'm joking. I'm jo- the big thing I think is it was people's it opportunity feels- to speak about their personal experience. Okay, that's what I want. I just I I hate I don't want people who are new to hear it, hear this, and mm-hmm. think that we're like asking people to, to like, gas us up. Tell us about how much you love us. No, you know? no, no, no. What the the reason for it, and I think the way that it went prior was people were sharing their experiences either in feeling validated in their sexuality and like coming out or people were speaking about um their first time going to therapy or leaving an abuser and yeah, so, so it definitely tells those stories yes That's what we want. yes basically if you've found a part of yourself or connected with another person oh i like that or okay, okay. experienced it, it's kind of just like reflecting on how we've been a part of your life because something that I was just talking with someone about is having this job is incredibly lonely Mm -hmm. because even though we see each other all the time Mm -hmm. 
if we have a circle of friends outside of this, they have access to us in a way that we don't have access to them. Mm -hmm. So we have created a way for people to connect with us without us having an opportunity being able to connect with them back. Yeah. To socialize. So people can get their, their dose of us. Yeah. And we don't, we don't get any socialization because we're checking boxes, making ourselves accessible, but it's not reciprocated. And so it's incredibly lonely in that way. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's, nice to to feel like you guys are participating in the conversation and in the podcast in general by sharing your stories of growth and healing and especially because we've had to take a step back from things like the facebook group like instagram Mm -hmm. dms like some some things like that just because as amazing as sometimes that one way or whatever open communication can be it takes one message that we read that's like a mean one to make uh-huh. my whole fucking week feel like shit. You know what right. I mean? So like and even sometimes if I'll have to pull back on that. And it's sad because then I feel like I miss you guys. But then even if like it's I... not a mean one, sometimes a beautiful one can can take so much emotional sure. um, real sure. estate up in my heart and my mind. And I need I I like want to sit with that for a while. And so, yeah, it, it's it's a there's a lot of you. And little of us. And we love being able to give you guys an opportunity to share your story and your connection to the podcast because I think that, again, creates more connection so love it okay good i just wanted uh to really no way am i asking to be gassed good i was just i wanted to um really what am i trying to say i want to say dick that down but that's (laughs) if you're gonna dick me down dick me down gently (laughs) i really wanted to um drive it home drive that point home because Mm -hmm. i don't want people to ever think that we're like being like (laughs) so anyways um, it's our anniversary. It's that how time much again. You love us, like that to me it's feels the so most cringy. Wonderful time That's what I of the year. If you want to say that in part of it, fine. Yeah, but like I want to hear your story. Yes, that's there. We, we go. Want. Okay, now okay, we're gonna good. take a pause so she can fart and we can get <laughs> questions. I've been holding it. Ron, stoppable. Kim, possible. Beep beep beep. beep. We're back. <laughs> And we've got questions about our mental health. Oh my goodness. Is it fixed? No, it's not. Will it ever be? Probably not. <laughs> and that's called positive um, mental attitude. <laughs> um, here we go. I just Oh my god, there's three of them. Guys, there's so many fucking flies. flies. They out here. <gasps> that one's dead. Got it. All right. Oh my god, you're Mr. Miyagi them? I'm trying. So just know, I feel like I feel like (laughs) fucking stinky from what's that kid's name? From from Hey Arnold. Shit is stinky. (laughs) Is it stinky? Yeah. Leave the wall the dogs. (laughs) Oh, that's another There's one on your on your mic stand. There's two on your mic stand. Give me one <laughs> little nap. I'm gonna fucking think about my, my hygiene. <laughs> oh my god! Another one popped out for me doing that. Just know, guys, I'm overthinking our cleanliness right now because these fucking gnats. Anyway, I think they're trying. What's a great? 
Sorry, sorry. Hold on. Hold on. That one was right there. Ripe for the picking. All right. I'm sorry. Anyway, I'm done with them. They're just going to be here. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. This fucking guy is having his last fucking hurrah. <laughs> He'll tell you that. I'll fucking tell you that. It goes directly into your beard. <laughs> no. No, you didn't. You sure didn't. All right. So I'm my my ability. What is my reaction time coordination? So low. All right. What's a great way to check in with yourself and find the right tools to deal with boundaries? <laughs> I don't know. The silence spoke volume i don't know give it to me one more time what's a great way to why would the fuck would you read that one when you know we don't have the answer what's a great way to check it well because i read what's a great way to check in with yourself and i was like i'm gonna take a bath <laughs> and find the right tools to deal with boundaries well first of all therapy i know that's therapy. annoying no 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 but it's it's so true honestly you have to get a professional's help because i feel like we have we too many people are relying on social media. Yes. And those people aren't qualified. Some are. However, you Some have are. to make sure you are seeking them out and you are making you're verifying their qualifications. That includes us. Yes. Sometimes we're not qualified. We're all, almost always all the time. <laughs> almost never qualified. <laughs> but I would I think that's too much oh this is gonna be me maybe being controversial but i think too much people are being like this is a person i know who struggles with this and they built a platform off the fact that they have this mental illness that doesn't make them an expert in that mental yeah. illness and it also doesn't mean that i've figured it out no uh, but i do think that in a way it's comforting to see someone who's built a platform despite having something because it so, gives a uh, hope i'm not saying that they're they should yeah. be discredited just don't maybe always look at them for the ultimate answer yes now however we did tell you to ask questions so <laughs> so <laughs> i'm not talking like, specifically about us i just mean i see that a lot on social media where they yeah. look at all the answers for maybe people who also are looking for answers themselves aren't we all looking for answers so i would say take this with a grain of salt this is what i do for myself mm -hmm. only mm-hmm but I would say, number one, therapy is good. Um, number two is just like, my therapist always used to tell me that I was very intuitive, self-aware, self-aware. And I could not think of what the word was. Mm -hmm. And she was like, it's almost amazing how self-aware you are. How do you think that happened? And I remember saying to her, like, I'm so brutally honest with myself sometimes mm -hmm. to the point where I don't sugarcoat things inside my own to mind. To me. Almost to a fault. Uh -huh. But also I think that's helped me understand myself a lot because I don't really give myself a pass. I don't try to make excuses for myself. So sometimes I'll say, yeah, I know I did this thing and I know I'm doing it because blank, blank, blank. And she's like, wow, that's actually incredible that you know that. And I'm like, well, that I thought was what everyone does. Yes. And apparently, no. Yes. So I guess my advice would just be, be so brutally honest with yourself sometimes mm -hmm. when you're looking at maybe what you can factor into what the problem is. 
I always have to ask myself, like, is the call coming from inside the house? Like, is this yeah. a me thing that I have unresolved or is this person crossing a boundary? I think that's important. I think sometimes too many people are looking for it must be your fault that I'm feeling this way. Mm-hmm. And like as somebody who did that for far too long, I only started getting better when I started looking at myself first. Right. And being like, could it be that I handled this situation incorrectly? Could it be that I'm the reason that maybe this isn't working out? I think first, the, because I think not often, always. Yeah, oftentimes I will ask myself, am I, ha- whatever response I'm having internally, is that because I am not, like, what about this doesn't feel good? Is it because I feel misunderstood? Is it because I feel judged? Is it because I feel um, taken advantage of? Is it because, like, and is that a me problem? Is what I'm feeling a true reflection of what's happening? Or am I putting it through a filter because Mm -hmm. of unresolved past experiences? And I, something that I've started doing, because I, I believe that, If I'm expecting change in a relationship that I have with someone, I have to show up differently as well. Mm -hmm. And so it's, I don't sugarcoat things anymore. I don't, I used to be such a people pleaser and I used to, I used to, if I couldn't find a way to have a conversation with someone without knowing for a fact that I could get a positive outcome I just wouldn't have the conversation Mm -hmm. now I don't care well you have to be okay with that negative result you have to Mm -hmm. be like okay here's the thing this can go one of two ways am I ready for this to end badly Mm -hmm. and be confident in yourself and what you're presenting or what you're talking about that you're okay with that person having a negative reaction and that you're willing to either Walk away from that being like, okay, I did my best in trying to make whatever this is work. Or you can be confident in yourself in um, backing what you're saying to right. that person. Do you know what I mean? Does yes. that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, with boundaries, I honestly don't. For me personally, I'm just going to be completely transparent. I don't really know that I do boundaries in the way that normal people do. I know I probably should, but like... Well, I feel like boundaries is being it's being, being presented really, like such an absolute. I that is my I can't, oh, I can't, I, I can't do it. I get fucking attached to words. The word that I'm attached to right now is absolutes. Mm-hmm. Speaking to me in absolutes drives me fucking nuts because things to me are never all or nothing. Yeah. Um, there are some exceptions where like with human rights and stuff. Like I, I don't believe that someone should never be allowed like I don't think that someone should ever be allowed to tell me what I'm allowed to do with my body sure does that make sense right um but as far as like someone you always do this this is always who you are except even there I can say that that not technically because your body can't murder another body you know what I mean true you know what I mean there's always an exception I feel well that's me doing something to someone else's body but it is your body doing it is it not if I if my body is doing that to another body, then I'm contradicting myself because now I'm saying that I'm allowed to do something to someone else's body so when true. I al- already said that yeah, I yeah. don't believe in that. Anyway, well, just what I mean is like 
if you have an interpersonal relationship with someone and they are saying like you always do this or you never do this unless there is like in my mind and maybe this is toxic and someone else who has like actual um degree, edu- <laughs> degree and and uh, under like maybe has studied this can correct me but unless you have like fucking a list of th- proof where I have never done something or I have always done something, speaking in absolutes makes someone feel like I'm monitoring your behavior and I'm highlighting the parts that validate my image of you and I'm negating the ones that don't so that I can keep Again, the I picture a, of you in my head. I have a filter of who you are and I'm going to run through everything you do through that. Right. And if you do good things, that doesn't count because... Right. That doesn't in validate. my mind, mm-hmm. you have this bad thing. So, but I will fucking call you the second you do that one bad yeah. thing. And so, yeah. I again, this is, probably isn't you, but I just have really recently seen too many people using boundaries as almost a manipulate. We talked about this in weaponized therapy speak. So, mm-hmm. like, I've kind of completely taken those away from my vocabulary. vocabulary. I have certain things that I'll tell people is like. Hey, I don't like when people or I don't want to. OK, OK, this was a controversial one I saw on TikTok, but it's a. I'm not going to go to someone's house if their house isn't baby proofed. OK, this mm-hmm. was someone said I have a boundary where the people in my family, I expect them to baby proof their homes if they want me to come visit with my 18 month old. Right. And people fucking flipped out on her about really? that. Yeah, they were like. I blah, a lot of like the child free community was like, you expect me to change my whole life because no. you had a child. I no, don't. I didn't say that at all. I'm, I'm just, just not saying, coming over. I, you come to me then. Right. A boundary because, is about what I'm going to do. Right. And so I think a lot of people were confusing that and saying like, you were trying to get this person to change their entire life for an hour visit. Not the case. It's mm-hmm. just, I don't want my child to one, break your shit. And yeah. I don't want her to get hurt. And I know that those two things will happen if the house isn't baby proof. Do you know whose house is baby proofed is mine? And we could just hang out there I don't if want, my child's going to be around. And I don't want to spend the entirety of my time with you stressed and, and running after my child. Yeah. Which I don't think that's happen, unrealistic. And unfortunately. That's, and that's why I say I feel like boundaries are more for you than they are the other person because you can't control what someone else does, but yeah. you can control what you will do. So for me, I don't say that to people. I don't tell people, your house needs to be this mm-hmm. or you will not see my child. Okay. Because I think too many people go like hard with boundaries. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, like yeah. that's my boundary and you need to do this. Like I need to make it clear or it's not no, valid. For me, I just tell people when they ask about hanging out, I'm like, I would prefer we do it at my house if I have Sawyer. If not, I can't make it um, unless I have a babysitter. Right. And to me, that is, I guess, a quote boundary that I have. But I, again, I don't like even calling it that because. Well, I think it gets it. it... Again, I was just talking to my dad about this because he was saying, um, he's like, I feel like I need someone to explain to me what these therapy terms mean. They got really, really, really muddled in the last couple of years. And I I said, I feel like you can understand it if I put it in different terms. If I assimilate this to something you're familiar with. Mm -hmm. I want to take a pause and fucking kill these bugs. Mm. (laughs) I'm losing my mind. That was like no time for you guys. But Sierra and I just spent some time killing bugs bugs we did we did <laughs> there were so many but okay let me get back to what i was saying listen okay oh, 
say? Do you have something else? All I was just going to say is like, maybe this is a me thing uh-huh. just because I've had, I've had, I have a history of being controlled mm. in an abusive relationship. And that person used very therapy like manipulation tactics to control me. So the way that I'm seeing that now be used against people is making me want to be like, all yeah, together yeah, yeah. it's mm-hmm. like an all i, I unfortunately yeah. it feels like an all or nothing behavior to me where i'm like i don't even want to hear that word because immediately to me now like i think of it you. as yeah a means to control mm-hmm. well this is what i explained to my dad um so my dad is a basketball and I, coach and I, break real quick i know everybody doesn't use it like that oh i'm yeah, not fucking yeah. saying that at all no you were just saying from your personal okay, experience good. it well, makes it gives I, you the ick but you know yes i know i know i know um so when i was explaining this to my dad because he was like i feel like some my therapist meaning my speaking as my dad he's like my therapist told me that gaslighting narcissist and maybe it was boundaries <laughs> fucking serious did i get it i don't yes you did yes you did oh, <laughs> oh yeah okay. good the last ranger okay so my dad's therapist <laughs> sorry said the gaslighting narcissist and i think boundaries was like the most overused and incorrectly used terms totally and what's unfortunate about that is they are very real things Mm -hmm. that have huge impacts on people when used correctly and inappropriately yeah and so what i explained to my dad was i said you understand how that works because you're a basketball coach you've been a basketball coach forever let me let me put this in terms that you'll understand in sports Again, if you're not a basketball person, you could probably assimilate this to a sport or a video game, something where there's rules, Mm. okay? The Sims. So, So. in basketball, there's something called fouls. Yeah. Okay? If you don't play the game, you rely on other people to explain to you what the fouls are. Sure. And based on their understanding of it, whether it is accurate or not, is going to impact your understanding of it. Mm-hmm. And now there are referees whose job it is to decide what is a foul and what isn't a foul. And some of them are real hot on the fucking whistle and yeah. they're calling everything. And people are like, what do you mean? That's not that is foul. not what that is. Yes. You are overusing it yes. and it's affecting people. Yes. Or there's people who never fucking hit the we- we- weasel. <laughs> hit the weasel. <laughs> weasel round of Rosie. <laughs> there are people who never hit the whistle and you're like, what the, f- are, are you blind? Yeah. What do you mean? Why are you not seeing what I'm seeing? Yes. And again, it's the exact same thing. You are not calling stuff out mm-hmm. according to what it is, and it's affecting people. So it is the exact same thing. But with social media and with the rise of mental health being such a forefront thing, there are so many people who are able to weigh in on what's a foul and what's not a foul mm-hmm. and what it means to be a foul. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. That's why I feel like we we have to be careful with it. And I don't even know if we're still talking about the question or if we've just completely deviated. <laughs> we might we've only answered one. But I would say my, um, okay, here's the thing. I would say my biggest thing is just like, have number one advice that I can give you, you person, mm-hmm. have confidence in yourself, back yourself and know that that's all you need. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. You don't have to do anything with anybody else. Just yep. do you control you. Thing. And yep. worry about that. Mm-hmm. I know. I see it. I do. How? 
This one's mine. Lights are fucking freaking me out. Three. Three? Uh -huh. You did that. You did that shit. Got it. <laughs> I was like, there's no way you didn't get that. I did get it. The other ones must have got scared. They don't want the smoke. <laughs> All right. You know, he's back in your face. Which one? He just fucking came right up to your bike. Well, that wasn't the one I killed. That was a different one. Certainly not. Anyway, Sadie Bros from the Dead. He didn't fucking thriller your ass. Jerry. Okay. Do you feel like having a belief system is vital for mental health? What's that journey been like for you? I'm confused. Why is this for you? <laughs> I'm wondering if this person hasn't gotten to faith 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. I'm confused. Which is interesting. Oh, that one's dead. <laughs> I have a dead bug on my finger. Um, which is interesting because we just spoke about this at, at lunch, lunch. And That's I spoke about like, this with Shane this morning. I'm confused. Um, I believe that I do have a belief system. And I and think so that do you I. as well have a belief system. But so it's I was like, more why am so, I getting left out? <laughs> no, I think it's more so a like internal spirituality, just like belief in Good goodness in the world. Yes. And that there is inherently more good than bad and also and that my what purpose put here out into the world i think will return return so karmic totally. and, and mine is uh, i i would agree with that but i also i have my belief system is that like there's a reason i'm here whether that's 100%. like to make a difference or just to like to experience something yeah. like it doesn't have to be this grand thing Dios. when we talk about purpose you I know agree. what i mean um so that is my current belief system and i think for me it is important to have some kind of a driving factor but i think that's also true for anyone for anything because if you don't have a drive then what is the point of being we more than a potato about, yeah we talked about that at um lunch i i was just saying like it's weird to know Jerry as long as I did and then also know that she was as deep into religion as she was at one point because it's not it doesn't align with what I know about her in other ways mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and what's wild is I felt the same way about you when, <laughs> when you it were happening. in it I know yeah it's weird but both of us understood that when we were deep in religion, it was when we were in the lowest, some of the lowest moments of mm -hmm. our life where we almost just needed something. Mm -hmm. um, and we just like grasp onto the first thing that was easy to obtain, essentially, mm -hmm. which was like people telling you this will fix all your problems. Yeah. Just come and do this thing. And so mm -hmm. that's what we did. And yeah, it's just... um. Do whatever, you know, do whatever makes you feel. I don't necessarily know that world, I believe I it's vital for your mental health to have a like specific belief system. No. But I do think it's vital for your mental health to believe in yourself. Yes. In whatever way you need to. Yeah. Yeah. And I applaud that. People think that we're anti-religion. We're not. No. I uh, fully agree with doing I'm anti-religion telling other people what, what they, they can and can't do, who, especially people who aren't a part of that religion. Yeah. Anyway. Um, 
Can you both go into body image issues and how you navigate them? Struggling with that. Ouch. Can we pass on that one? Editing Jerry. Um, Sierra and I just got back from LA. Like, what time is it? Like two hours ago. Um, and this episode has to go up tomorrow. <laughs> so... Uh, I'm about an hour and 20 minutes in and I know that there's at least another 20 minutes if not more but for whatever reason there's no audio for the the ending of it the audio just cuts off um so we actually did finish a question so uh, we're gonna try and take some time and figure out where the rest of that audio went and um i guess utilize part of that uh for the patreon episode that's going to come out this friday so sorry for the abrupt ending and and not the normal outro but um i think we can all just collectively blame the fruit flies from this episode so um we love you so much thanks for hanging out and we'll see you next week if you over here she'd say all right, we're out. And she says, bye. NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit. Credit to the people.